Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and if I sound a little more chipper today, it's because, yeah, it's the weekend. Come on, get excited. It's a feel-good Friday at that, so going to make you feel a little bit better with some good vibes. Vibing into your weekend, make you say Irie on the way with some good reggae music. Also, the Joe Rose Show going to be talking to the U's starting quarterback, Derek King. It's going to be a hot one right there. Dan Levitard Show. They're already looking forward to Halloween. Then Hawk and Crowder. It's International Beer Day. Oh, boy. Not to mention Hawkman Highlights, Crowder Crowd Pleasers. Kind of the week that was encapsulated for the Hawk and Crowder Show. Right now, though, let's get into the headlines. The Panthers fell to the Islanders today 3-1. to They are eliminated from NHL bubble play. Kane's defensive end Gregory Russo has decided to sit out the 2020 season and prepare for the NFL draft. Miami opens Thursday, September 10th at home against UAB. The Heat are back in action tomorrow at 7.30 against the Suns. No word on if Jimmy Butler or Goran Dragic will play. The Marlins won their fifth in a row yesterday, downing the Orioles 8-7. Miami must play 27 games in 23 days to make up for games missed due to coronavirus. They start tonight against the Mets in New York at 7. Oakland A's bench coach Ryan Christensen has apologized for unintentionally making a Nazi salute at the conclusion of his team's win over Texas yesterday. Christensen said he did not realize what he was doing and meant no malice. The MLS is back tournament's final is set. Orlando City defeated Minnesota United 3-1 yesterday and will play Portland Tuesday at 8.30. And now after a long week, we've all learned it. Let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Texas man saved his daughter and her babysitter from a 600-pound alligator. The man, ironically named Andrew Grande, said he wrestled the gator until his child and her guardian ran away safely. Yep, everything's bigger in Texas. A Utah man recently broke a state record when he reeled in a 53-pound trout. That guy is a true masturbator. A naked sunbather in Germany was pictured chasing a wild boar after the animal stole his laptop bag. I mean, what else are you supposed to do when a boar steals your bag? After a verbal blunder, an Australian news reporter remarked, Beep! My life. Live on air. Yeah, that's 2020 for you in a nutshell. 
Good news. Even though she might lose her job, she's my hot mess of the day. Mm. Penguin poop stains on Antarctic ice have helped scientists discover 11 new tribes of emperor penguins. Yeah, I'd love to hear those eggheads try to explain this scientifically. Now on the weather. Tonight's forecast is cloudy with temperatures in the mid-80s. If you didn't get up this morning, you missed out. Joe Rose Show always can't miss, but especially today, they caught up with the U starting quarterback, Derek King. What did they talk about? Thoughts on Gregory Russo, first things first. Then, why he chose the U. Also, what the offense will look like, expectations for the team, and then they kind of dive into some Cuban coffee and what his favorite cheat meal is. Let's start with a big congratulations as you were named the starting quarterback. Were you surprised? Did you think you were gonna, they are going to wait till camp started? Were you surprised by uh, the coach's decision? Um, I wouldn't say I was surprised. Um, uh, I've been working my butt off since spring and all offseason. I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Um, I didn't know when they was going to do it or during camp, after camp, before camp, but I'm just grateful and I'm ready for what's coming. We got all kinds of news, all kinds of stuff. I know Canes fans are... are got mixed feelings about Greg Russo opting out. Were you surprised by his decision yesterday? Greg's a great player. and He's even a better guy off the field, so I wasn't surprised by the decision. Um, at the end of the day, I felt like he had to do what's best for him, and I think he made a good decision, and I support him 100%. Happy for him. Derek, this is the first time we're talking to you. What was what was part of the, the decision, or the biggest part of your decision to come down here and play football in Coral Gables? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great university. Uh, it's a lot of history behind our program. It's a lot of talent on this, on this team. Um, playing with a great defense, a defensive coach. I, I know the defense is going to be pretty good every single year. And ultimately, Coach Lashley can hire. Um, he wants the kind of offense that I like to, to play in, so that's why I decided to come. Well, let's get into that because it's been a long time, man, since we've had ourselves something like a spread offense and, and Rhett Lashley and uh, in his last program, he put up a lot of points. When you were at Houston, you used to put up a lot of points. Tell us what we can expect and what makes the spread offense work. The spread offense in general is a, is a pretty good offense, but I feel like the, the offense that, that we've done that we are going to run here. Um, so it's going to be a fast-paced offense, taking a lot of shots and, and being physical, uh, running the ball downhill at people and, and just playing fast and playing free. Let me ask you, you you know a little bit of the history recently. Wide receivers haven't put up big numbers. I see where Lashley's been and you've been. You've had wide receivers. Do you have the kind of wide receivers working with you right now? that can put up big numbers and kind of balance everything with a running attack? Yeah, no doubt. Um, like I said, I, I feel like this team has a lot of talent. Maybe in recent years, it hasn't been offense to, to showcase a lot of people's abilities, and I think we have great guys on our team to, to do that. So, Can you tease me a little bit, like Pope, Wiggins, Harley? <laughs> Come on, tease me, like one guy oh, yeah. you've been throwing with going, damn, that guy can play. Honestly, all three of those guys have, have really shown me something. Um, all those guys can run. They run really good routes. So I'm excited to, to get the ball in, in their hands to let them make plays, all three of those guys. And, Derek, of course you need the wide receivers on the outside, but the University of Miami also has two really good tight ends, Brevin Jordan and Mallory, also right there in the middle of the field. Is that going to be a fun kind of other option for you also to have both those guys, maybe on the field at the same time, probably on the field at the same time, but two big guys to throw the ball to also? Having two great tight ends. I think we have the best tight end room in the country. Having Brevin Jordan and Will Mallory, um, just playing with those guys. Yeah. Uh, tight ends are a quarterback's best friend. Third and short, red zone. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play with those guys as well. Help me out a little bit. I've heard that everybody says the offense been simple so guys can really just go out and play and not worry about a lot of things. Also, just is, is it about one-on-one matchups that you like pre-read on the outside on passing plays or, or what's allowed it to be? So is, is it looking at one guy you like or it could be anybody or 
or, or just tell us what your thinking is? Yeah, so like, like you said, the, the offense is really, really simple. So it, it allows guys to go out there, um, not think too much, and just, and just play free. And also, with, with the wide splits, it will be a lot of one-on-one matchups. So we got to win those, and if we do, the, the sky's the limit for your team. And what we really like, that other thing you can do that you've already done that we've <laughs> never had a quarterback here do before, if you ain't open, I'll see you about 30 yards down the field if you're in man-to-man not paying attention. Yeah, sure, no doubt. Um, I feel like that's a big part of my game. So I'll definitely take advantage of it if, if the defense gives me that. So I'm not afraid to run the ball, and I think I'm pretty good at it. Obviously, Derek, no one's gone through this before in a pandemic trying to get ready for a football season, but you guys had to do this. Probably the first people ever had to do this, but Zoom meetings, go-to meetings, everything preparing, talking to Rhett, talking to Manny, talking to teammates. How hard has it been or how tough has it been getting ready for tonight, what would be the first practice to get into this fall season? But how tough has it been preparing during this pandemic? Yeah, it's been pretty tough, um, especially just having a new offense. And I'm, I'm new to the, to, the, to the university, so it's been pretty tough but ultimately, um, I think we did a pretty good job over the pandemic. Um, just when we got back from summer workouts, uh, we pretty much been throwing every single day. And I think we did a good job of trying to get on the same page and trying to stay connected through that process. You could have gone a lot of different places now that you have had a chance to kind of be around and see all the talent on both sides of the football. How good can this team be? Man, the, the sky's the limit for this team. When, when I say that, I, I really mean it. Uh, we have a lot of talent. We're now just this is just focused on putting everything together and it's becoming the best we can become every single day and putting in the work, no account. Let me ask you about the offensive line. We, we have problems on the O-line through the last couple of years. Is this a little this offense a little a little easier for offensive linemen because you get rid of the ball so quickly? I've heard that. Is that one thing that could help these this offensive line a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll say this: in the first four practices of spring, um, I think the O line did a really, really, really good job. We have a lot of depth because all those guys came back and a year older, so I think they're better. Um, but yeah, just this, this offense getting the ball up pretty quick. Like I said, it's really, really simple taking our shots downfield, getting the ball up quick. So it should help those guys out a lot. Derek, I can imagine a lot of the times during the season, you know. When practice comes around during the week, it's like, all right, we got practice. We just got to do it. Game on Saturday. You got to be looking forward to now getting on the field for this first practice, getting the season possibly started. This has got to be fun for you, your first practice, but just for all the guys to get together and actually get on the field together. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been so long since we actually like really, really competed at practice. So everybody's excited for today, and it's just the first step to uh, having a great season. Derek, it sounds like everybody we've talked to said you've come in and 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 really made this your team. And with that, this COVID nineteen stuff, and and how do you keep young guys that still want to be a little wild, get out and enjoy and do things that young guys do and stay away from and protect yourself from this COVID-19 to get this season in. Is that going to be part of your job this year? No doubt. I think the, I think the, uh, the most important thing this year is going to be doing the right stuff and stand, and and stand protected through this pandemic. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Do you like the programs they put in place? Not not to make you a health expert here, but do you like what they've done yeah. so far? Yeah, sure. I love it. Um, I think they're doing everything in their power to, to keep us safe and make sure we're protected. So that, that just uh, clears everybody's head to know we come in the building every day and, and we're protected. Derek, how do you like Miami so far? By the way, I know you haven't been Man, able I love to Miami. go around. Right, yeah. It's up in your normal, yeah, you know, kid, uh, you know, going around town. But now that you're here and you're living here now, how do you like Miami, Coral Gables, the whole uh, atmosphere down there? Yeah, I love Miami. Like you said, I haven't been able to, to do much besides, like, go to the beach and do all that kind of stuff. But I love Miami. Um, it's a great city, and I'm, I'm excited to be here and play at the university. Derek, it sounds like just – 
talking to everybody. You've been on a little bit of a mission, especially for everybody that says, well, after this, he's a really good athlete. He might have to change positions. Yeah. You're on a little bit of a mission to show everybody like, no, no, no. Those numbers I put up in Houston, I'm going to put up here and show you. I can play this position. You a little bit, a little bit of a mission this year? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and, and also, I don't take that as a, as a negative when guys say, oh, he's a really good athlete. He might have to play receiver in the pros, but I think I'm a quarterback. Um, I want to play quarterback at the next level if it allows me to. And I feel like everybody has something to prove, and I, I definitely think I have something to prove, too. Don't, don't you feel like now, though, we've seen smaller quarterbacks can play in the league? I mean, we're seeing a lot of guys. I remember one too long ago, Russell Wilson was too small, and now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The first pick a couple years ago out of Arizona, doing just fine. You feel like that's helped a little bit, maybe, for your situation? Russell Wilson, uh, Mayfield, Kyler Murray, all those guys are, are smaller quarterbacks, and I think that's opening in a lot of people's eyes. That you don't have to be the 6'4", 220, 225-pound guy to play the position anymore. You just have to be really good with the ball, accurate, make good decisions. So that's what I, I pride myself in. All right, Derek, you're here in Miami. You're, you're basically new here to the to the listening audience, obviously, on the football field. Everyone will be excited to see you. I wanted to ask you a couple questions. Are you a coffee guy at all? Do you drink coffee? I do not drink coffee. No, sir. Okay, so you haven't tried Cuban coffee yet? <laughs> No, sir, I haven't. But I, I heard it's really good. I haven't tried it, though. Listen, man, if they get you drinking that Cuban coffee, don't drink a lot. Right. I've got, I've been on TV and got the sweats in the middle of it from drinking right. too much of that stuff. Be careful, man. That stuff's the, the closest thing to being illegal right there. Be careful. You'll, you'll see, Derek, right. they, put it in the, they put it in the little shot cup. They do it because they have to put it in that little shot cup for you. All right, so what's your favorite cheat meal? If you weren't, if you weren't you know, getting in football shape and you weren't trying in the season, what's the one cheat meal you yeah. go to? My favorite cheat meal, I, I love bacon cheeseburgers. It's like my, my favorite thing to eat. If I have an off day or something like that, I might get a bacon cheeseburger plain. Nothing on it, just meat and cheese and bacon. That's right, it. So no, no ketchup, no mustard, no hey, anything. Wow. You fit right in. You fit right in with this show with cheeseburgers. <laughs> Bunch of fat guys. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> All right, so you're allowed to get dessert with that. What dessert are you getting? Oh, dessert. My favorite dessert is strawberry cake. I love strawberry cake. I could eat that every single day if I, if I could. Are you a video game guy? I play Madden, Call of Duty. All right, that's it. Okay, good. That's good to know. Anyway, what about binging TV shows? You binge any TV shows? Man, um, I, I binge a lot of TV shows um, on Netflix and Hulu. TV show? Yeah, what's your favorite? My favorite TV show right now would have to be The Shy. It's on Amazon Prime, and yeah. it's, it's about a guy in Chicago, so I like that a lot. What about favorite movie? You can only watch one movie the rest of your life. What's it going to be? My favorite movie of all time is Law by the Citizen. Wow, very nice. Look at that. Yeah. Are, hey, you know what, Derek? This has been very impressive. Right. Man, it came very out impressive. Yeah, right, you have right. to think about it. The last, one, the last thing I was going to ask you, but I think you answered it earlier, are you a beach guy because you're in the right place if you like going to the beach? I like the beach. I, I love nature. I love outdoors and just, and just saying guys creation so yeah i, I think i'll say i'm a beach guy yes sir that's good well get listen to know, derek get to know derek a little bit right we're uh we're looking forward to seeing uh seeing this thing get going i know everybody's been waiting for college football to get kicked off and hopefully we'll be able to get the whole thing in here good luck to you we really appreciate you coming on with us this morning thank you yes sir thanks for having me derek king sounds confident sounds like a leader sounds like a quarterback but even most importantly Sounds like a cane. Yeah, let's get September 10th here so we can get the canes on the field. De'Eric King tossing the rock, running the ball too. Ooh, got to feel good after hearing that if you are a Canes fan. Miami, the U, going to bring them back. Big recruiting class. We get De'Eric King winning the Heisman Trophy, making a run for the ACC championship. I dream big. and Seriously, after hearing that, Plenty of reason to dream big. Speaking of big, 
What is the biggest problem facing our country right now? Is that no one wants to wear a mask. Well, how about the holiday where everybody wears masks? Dan Levitar and the guy is going to break down possibly having Halloween this year. Ooh, I could go for some candy right now, socially distanced candy. Also, it is a feel-good Friday, so going to have some good reggae music for you on the way back so you can kind of glide into your weekend. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and if you know me, you know I love the reggae music, so... Every Friday, because if you know me also, you know I love the weekends. I bring you a feel-good Friday featuring some reggae music, man. Make you feel good on a Friday going into the weekend. Hopefully those good vibes just continue all the way through till Monday morning when you hear, eh, 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 and you go, oh, man. I'm ready for another feel-good Friday. Here is my man, a warrior king, Ja is always there. Warrior King got plenty of good music. Some of it talks about Ja, some about his mother, other big time reggae topics. Check them out if you get a chance. Always check out the Dan Levitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. They're always up to some craziness, sometimes talking sports, sometimes not so much sports here. You're not dipping too deep into the sports world because I guess they figure you're going to have plenty of it this weekend. The Marlins are back in action. Number one team in baseball right now, by the way. The Heat back in action tomorrow. Kane's getting ready. Dolphins getting ready. The Panthers, uh, not so much. That's okay, though. Take your mind off that Panthers game with Dan Levitard and the guys talking about Halloween. Is it a pandemic holiday? And then a little word from the fake Fauci. A very concerned Chris Cody came in today during a global pandemic where everything has been turned upside down and asked the question that I know is at the top of everyone's mind during this horrible time. Is Halloween happening? Put it on the poll, please, Guillermo, at Levitard Show. Is Halloween happening? Uh, It is an important question. I hadn't given it any thought. Everyone in the Zoom chat is vigorously shaking their heads no there will be no halloween halloween has been canceled am i am i can i find anyone in our zoom chat willing to make the argument that halloween won't be canceled okay a bunch of shaking heads no uh that's fine we'll keep it moving from there i mean look dan i think about the practice of halloween i get it for kids it's great it's this that you know like they, they love it they get to dress up they get to run around and get candy as an adult like what is the advantage to halloween other than looking like wanting to dress like a buffoon for a day like i just am not into halloween like give me something where i can eat and celebrate like thanksgiving is a great holiday 
Um, you know, Christmas is a great holiday. Give me those holidays. Like, as an adult, Halloween kind of stinks. I don't think there's any aspect of Halloween that would work with what's going on right now. You have a bunch of crowds of people walking together. That can't work. You go to a stranger's house. You stick your hand in a bucket that a bunch of other strangers have touched. You're taking candy from strangers, which I was taught to never do except one day it was okay, but the rest of the time, don't do it. There's (laughs) nothing about Halloween right now, especially like I'm assuming Chris is looking at this through the prism of like a father and his daughter, not Chris wants to go out dressed up as something. Don't assume. Well, if Chris wants to go out and dress up as something, (laughs) feel free. Just wear a mask that covers your face. Not like, you know, like a Zorro mask or something. That's not going to be sufficient for Halloween, Chris. But in terms of your daughter, just tell her Halloween's not happening this year. See, at first I I was one of the head shaking. No people in the zoom chat, but then I thought about it. What is the biggest problem facing our country right now? is that no one wants to wear a mask. Well, how about the holiday where everybody wears masks? It's perfect. <laughs> this is how you fool them all. You say, guys, let's go back and bring Halloween back. Every let's day. Go. Every day is Halloween. Every day is Halloween, yes. How about that, Dano? Heady play. <laughs> that is a Look great at idea. Let's, let's trick people into wearing masks. <laughs> you figured out the way, I mean, to save America. What an amazing <laughs> idea. We have been behind in every way when it comes to this pandemic just trick the stupid people while offering them candy here stupid people here here's a butterfinger here stupid people wear a mask wear a mask stupid people don't go to school in georgia stupid people wear a mask and get candy we'll give you a a treat a delicious sugary treat if you do the right scientific thing and quit killing us Everything that you sell to America has to be packaged. It has to be sold to America. You can't just tell people to do stuff. You got to sell it to them. Halloween is fun and there's candy and, and everyone loves it. Why not have it every day? A brilliant idea. You should be like, you should replace Fauci. I'm not kidding. That's <laughs> such a good idea that you have. You could absolutely flatten the curve with this inspiring idea. I found this great doctor. His name is Amino Hassan. He's got this great idea. Is that a fake Fauci? That's a fake Fauci, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm okay. We need to make sure. We either need to cancel Halloween or it needs to be what Halloween is. The one thing we can't have happen is where Halloween turns into everybody handing out mini sanitizer bottles. That's the one (laughs) thing we can all agree can't happen, right? It either needs to be regular Halloween or we scrap the whole thing. We're not doing this like sanitizer handouts. Leave it to Chris to not want to remove the food part of this equation. I mean, for the love of God. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I also think, yeah, you could just also just give out masks as instead of oh, like, no. Lord, you can't no. do that. It's got to be masks and candy. No, if we're doing if we're giving out masks, just scrap the whole thing. OK, very good, Chris. I appreciate your insights on this matter. Thank you. I wanted to get into a couple of different things here with you guys. Amino Hassan and uh, Jorge Sedano in with us. But uh, Tony, you said and I, I don't know whether uh, Sedano and Amin are following this. Uh, you said that the Rick Ross two chains versus was the best one yet that there hasn't been a better one than the one that happened uh, last night. Dan, I will. Uh, I, and sh- and I mean, shaking his head. No. And, and we can argue about that in a second, but there was no better visual than seeing Rick Ross without a shirt being massaged and oiled by an essential worker wearing a mask while devil in a new dress was playing. I think that was peak versus of the entire quarantine. Do you have any opinion? No, you're just going to shake your head. You know, uh, we're no, on the radio, right? It requires speech, right? Like, okay. 
All right, very good. That's Amino Hassan's oh. thoughts on the matter. Our thanks to Amino Hassan for vigorously defending his viewpoint against Tony. That's a winning argument for you. Uh, I mean, you've never sounded smarter. How do you go from having the single best idea anyone has ever had during the pandemic, which is let's trick people with candy for masks, to that? How does that happen? I'll tell you, Dano, the old switcheroo. <laughs> Sonano, are you snorting with laughter at your own Stugatz impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> George Sedano's our guy from right here in Miami, Hialeah to be exact, helping out on the Dan Lebitard show. He's out in Los Angeles covering NBA basketball when everything's get back to normal. He has his own show out in L.A. Got to love it. Got to love it. And his fake Stugatz. Ha, 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 ha. That is always very good stuff. Halloween, I'm hoping in some way, shape, or form it'll happen. I'm really hoping everything will happen normal in this world again, but right now it just doesn't seem that way. So I'll go home tonight, self-isolate, except don't isolate myself from some beers, watch some Pelicans basketball, get ready for the heat tomorrow, maybe a little bit of Marlins action. Baseball's been good. If you've watched any baseball, not just because the Marlins are winning, but the players aren't going through all the rigmarole like they usually do, scratching themselves, throwing the ball around the base pass. It's just pump and go. Pitcher gets the ball, pitches it, batter bats. None of this all slowing down the game. They're just going, and it's exciting. And in a way, I'm like, whoa, 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 I need a little bit of a break because I'm used to watching baseball, doing a bunch of different little crazy things. But now it's like you got to focus. It's an action sport. I think maybe they should adopt that. And make that just the way things are. But yeah, I'm like the social distancing Major League Baseball. It's kind of jam-packed, fast, full of action. Speaking of jam-packed, fast, full of action, always that way with Hawk and Crowder. Whoever has the bag, please bring the bag to Sasha Barkov. Whoever has the bag, please bring the bag to Sasha Barkov. Going to try to make you smile just a little bit, even though if you're a Panthers fan, you're probably not smiling all that much after their loss today and completion of the season. Hawk and Crowder will get you taken care of. We'll have the Hawkman highlights and the crowd or crowd pleasers, kind of the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder show for you, which is always going to make you smile, I guarantee. Then, that's not enough for you. We've got some birthdays. And, of course, it's a feel-good Friday. So in a few minutes... You're going to get some feel-good reggae here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard right here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, also known as Mr. Chatty Mouth. Yes, the gladiators, legends in the reggae game. Chatty Mouth on a feel-good Friday. Yeah, feel good Friday. Send you off into your weekend feeling good with some Irie vibes from the Gladiators' chatty, chatty mouth. Like I said, they're legends in the reggae game. I actually saw them back when I was living in New Orleans 
A couple of years back at Tipitina's Uptown in New Orleans, got in touch with the band, said I'd like to do an interview. They said, no problem. Their current lead singer, a guy named Droop Lion, was like, yeah, 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 meet me after the show. And I was like, after the show, of course, he was talking in a patois. After show interviews, after show anything, unless you're partying with the band and you're a female usually, it's not that good of a time. But nonetheless, he sat down. I was like, well, can I videotape? And he said, yeah, sure. As I'm getting my phone ready to videotape Droop Lion, he's rolling and lighting a joint. So we do the whole interview backstage at Tipitina's after a concert with Droop Lion smoking a joint. Might have been a blunt even. I don't know at that point. I don't know why they were rolling. You can actually watch the interview. It's pretty informative too and definitely fun to watch. He even does some singing at the end, some Creedence Clearwater Revival. Nonetheless, you can watch the videos on my YouTube page. Just go to Dan Day Droop Lion on YouTube and you can see me playing it straight, of course. Backstage at Tipitina's, Droop Lion smoking, talking about reggae, good vibes, ja, the whole nine yards. It's kind of like sitting on the Hawk and Crowder show weekdays from 2 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you don't know if you should be listening, but there's one thing you can't do is turn away. So right now, Hawk and Crowder are celebrating International Beer Day. Yeah, might get into my Mount Rushmore of beers. Let's go Funky Buddha, Titanic Brewery here in Miami. I'm going to go Gnarly Barley from Louisiana, and I'm also going to another Louisiana beer because... You know, Miami is where I live. New Orleans is where I was born and raised. Urban South in New Orleans. So there you go. Funky Buddha, Titanic here in Miami, and then Gnarly Barley and Urban South. Ooh, if you don't know those beers, look them up. So, so, so good. Nonetheless, International Beer Day. Bobrovsky, uh, the heat. Uh, pull the goalie in. Oh, boy. Friday. Yeah. International Beer Day. I don't need to go international. All I got to go to Oakland Park and go to Funky Buddha. International Beer Day Friday. We always do it extra special on a Friday. Now, I wish I... Uh, had better news about the Panthers game. This could feel more celebratory if the Panthers, say, had a lead going into the third period, but they don't. So uh, they're in the second intermission right now. Panthers are down 3-1, and that game is on our sister station, 560 WQAM. The Joe will certainly keep you updated, but uh, yeah, Panthers are down 3-1. They've got one period left in the season if they cannot at least tie this game, so we'll keep an eye on it. Hey, Bobrovsky, I don't know if you've watched any of the game, Bobrovsky has not had a bad game. The first goal he let in was terrible. I mean, just terrible, and obviously uh, an elimination game. You probably can't afford to let in any terrible goals, but, uh, and the third one that he let in wasn't great, per se, but uh, I, so I don't... The majority of them were bad. <laughs> I don't... I, I like your excitement, huh? <laughs> I'm a glasses half full kind of guy. Glasses I half see. full kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. What happened, Solana? So yesterday we're doing the show. The Heat are beating up on the Milwaukee Bucks, and we're making fun of the Bucks, and we're talking about Solomon Hill is the Giannis stopper. The show ended. It was 6 o'clock. I went right to play basketball with my son. I didn't watch the end of the game. I remember at the end of the game, what was it, about Heat 
six point or three point lead, something like that. Yeah, about seven minutes left when we were off the air. The Heat still had the lead. They were clinging on for dear life, but they still had the lead. And then, so what happened? Like, I went to play basketball. By the time I got back, it's like one of the worst losses you've ever. And by the way, the loss isn't that bad. Because they didn't have Jimmy Butler, they didn't have Goran Dragic, and Milwaukee was playing with Giannis. So I, but the fact that you had a 20-plus point lead yes. and blew it is the part that obviously is disturbing to everybody. But what happened, Solana? So in the first half, the Heat were hitting shots. In the late, in the, in the late stretch of that fourth quarter, the Heat didn't hit shots. That was it? They're just Their shots weren't falling? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you really saw why Giannis is the MVP, the most dominating right. player in the NBA <laughs> right now. Uh, like, he flipped a switch. I think the Heat did a really good job at pressuring him in the first half, making him uncomfortable. He settled in in the second half, especially late in the fourth quarter. The Heat got sloppy. They needed a closer, Jimmy Butler, to really slow down the offense, get them some easy points. I know Crowder would disagree with that, but you, you see where – in the first half, your shooters are going to make shots. Even uh, high energy is going to get you a 20-point lead. But late in games, when you're playing against the best team, arguably, in the NBA, you need your star player to be yeah. in the game. And, and the Heat were missing Goron and Jimmy Butler. I agree with you 100%, Solana. I, I, I agree with you on this one because Chris Middleton, what, he dropped 33 as well. He went off in the, in the second half. Our, our stars weren't there. You saw it in that second half. Yeah. We were missing our stars. Just nuns down right now. Leonard's on the bench. You know, he's not even playing a lot of our guys. Yes, our stars were not there, Solana. You're 100% correct. I do not agree with you. Yeah, no, you, you, you've you got to be able to combat star with star. And whether it's going to be Jimmy Butler doing, you know, point-wise what Giannis does or not, you still got to be able to combat star with star. Well, who are you combating Giannis with if Jimmy Butler's out and Goran Dragic is out and Chris Middleton is playing, Giannis is playing? Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, what do you, you know, but that, the only part that makes it disappoint, like, had they gotten their asses kicked, but Butler and Gorn were out, you really wouldn't give it a second thought. It was the fact that they had such a big lead, and we were joking about how the Bucks are scared of the heat. But, yeah. so, and you saw it, too. Like Solana said, you saw why Giannis was the MVP. Bro, he did a spin move at the three-point line and didn't dribble again and dunked. <laughs> did y'all see that? I, that was one of the most amazing things I've seen in a long time. Like, yeah. he doesn't need to set up the offense and get the weak side rotation to swing it around to Duncan. Giannis took the ball, did a spin move, and dunked from the three-point line. Like, come on, man. And, and you mentioned Nunn there, Crowder. I, and look, Kendrick Nunn has had a phenomenal season. He's probably second in the uh, rookie MVP or rookie of the year race behind John Moran. And you can make the case for Zion if you want. I um, will. He, he's 7 of 30 <laughs> from the field the last three games. He's shooting 23%. 4 of 18 from three. That's 22%. He is, uh, I think, the second worst net rating on the team. So that's kind of a thing now. Like Kendrick Nunn, whether, you, you know, a slow start in the bubble, whatever it is, we're going to see Spoh's going to have to make a decision. Play the young guy, see if he can carry you, or maybe sit Kendrick Nunn. Like that's going to be a thing moving forward. And especially when Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic are healthy, you can't have a guy out there, a rookie especially, who's struggling in these pivotal games. You just can't have that out there. You uh, you mentioned Giannis there a couple of times. Do you have the new mispronunciation? So Solana oh, did a great job this. putting everything together. I, uh, I, and he, I he, don't. I don't. You don't have it? it? I don't. <laughs> Why didn't you have it? It's such a great mispronunciation. It's Fat Joe trying to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, <laughs> it came out about as well as Rick Ross saying Tua Tangavaloa. All right, we'll get that later in the, uh, in the show. We'll revisit our Giannis mispronunciations. Let's get headlines here with our own Alejandro Solana. Yeah, about two minutes into the third period, 
Islanders lead 3-1, to one, so the Panthers facing elimination unless they can pull something out of the bag here. Got to get something out of the bag. Who has the bag? I don't know, but if whoever whoever has the bag, please bring the bag to Sasha Barkov. Whoever has the bag, please bring the bag to Sasha Barkov. Take it easy. Now, don't hide. Let's find the bag. This isn't Easter with eggs. Find the bag. Come on. This is a bench check. Does Noel Achari have the bag? Noel Achari, do you have the bag? I was at a game. We had a game. Noel Achari had a damn hat trick. Come on, <laughs> Noel. He had back-to-back hat tricks. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, we were at one of those damn games. Yeah. First move out of the bag, pull the goalie, Crowder. Let's do it. Let's pull the goalie. <laughs> I'm with you now. Solana, you rolling today, baby. You are speaking Crowder's <laughs> language, man. <laughs> Pull the goalie. The, uh, the, the Heat did lose I'll, I'll tell you, though, they will pull, pull the goalie with about five minutes to go in this game if they're still down 3-1 because it's an elimination yeah. game, so it doesn't matter. So I'd say in about 10 minutes, uh, they'll pull the goalie. Yeah, and in 11, 11 minutes, they'll be down 4-1. to <laughs> That's typically what happens when you pull the goalie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm not with you. <laughs> the right. Heat did lose yesterday to the Bucks. They play the Suns tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Jimmy Butler officially ruled out third straight game he'll miss here in the bubble and uh Goran making Dragic, you nervous questionable a little yeah but yeah. O- also at the same time these seeding games don't mean much for the heat i mean they could have gotten the, the three the, seed but but the seeding games do get you into game shape correct and and you know you have a, a five-month layoff you know those eight games to me are preseason heading into the postseason essentially and so yeah i'd, I'd love to see jimmy butler playing in that same note though what's more important being healthy Come playoff Well, time. sure. No, I get you. Yeah. I get you. The Marlins, they swept the Baltimore Orioles. They beat unbelievable. them 8-7 yesterday. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Five straight wins for what the Marlins. What planet are we on? How is this possible? They, they feed off COVID. They're the COVID team. <laughs> they eat it up and spit <laughs> it out as home runs. <laughs> It encouraged them. Goodness gracious. God, I cannot believe they are 6-1. and one. Don Mattingly becomes the winningest manager in Marlins history last night. Every time Baltimore took a lead, the Marlins answered right back. When I say right back, right back, it, it is staggering what the Marlins are doing. And they answer with old boy, because that's what we were all calling them, because we old don't know boy. their names. Ooh, have a, uh, old boy caught that one. I have a uh, a radio game show. I went back in my archives, like I have all these different drafts of stuff, and I was working on a game show. I'm going to see this like a week ago. A game show called Old Boy, based <laughs> on, and it would be, and it would be like old boy played goalie for the Panthers, retired. They actually just retired his number up into the rafters. Who's old boy? Luongo. Right. Yeah. Yes. That was the whole game. Old boy <laughs> grew up in Minnesota, built a built a recording studio in the heart of Minneapolis, and uh, passed. Passed away too early at the age of 50. Who is old boy? Purple Rain. Prince. Yeah, <laughs> Prince, yeah. I got all these old <laughs> oh, boys like ready to game. roll. Yeah, we got to play old boy one day. Remember we, we were like, a, we were in like a two-week phase. Where it was old boy. Old boy this, old boy that. <laughs> old boy showing out. That's what's happening with the Marlins. Old boy showing out. Old boy is showing out with the Marlins. <laughs> and I think one of you said it yesterday. Old boys are fun. Right? Like, it's not they just are. that they're They really are. The old boys yeah, are fun. They're fun. Well, because you have no expectations. The, the expectations, what was it? The over-under in a 60-game season, the over-under on Marlins wins was one. Over-under was what? I think 22? I mean, they're at six wins. They're at six wins in seven games. I mean, it's it's like, yeah, you have no expectations. 
and they're just doing it. And they had the week and a half layoff, which you thought would make them worse. And uh, you had Pablo Lopez throwing pillows, according to Solana. Maybe I got the story wrong. But, uh, you know, just craziness. And now they sweep four games from Baltimore. It's crazy. I, I was just, and this is a conspiracy theory, but when they bring these young players up that we don't know that we, they bring up these old boys, they're just happy to be in major leagues. Like you start getting these veterans, 10-year vets and these established players, they're still upset that this is the COVID season. They can't do anything. They're sitting in the hotel room. These young old boy guys, they're just ready to play baseball and they're excited by it. It might be an advantage that some of these guys are out. Well, I will tell you, I think back to what Todd Hollinsworth said, not yesterday when he was on with us, but the first time this season on opening day and Todd Hollinsworth said, you know, it was kind of like the equivalent of if you've been there before, you know, he was a World Series champion, rookie of the year when he was with the Dodgers. Like when you've played in front of thousands and thousands of fans, you may not be able to get up. And I made the analogy. It's like, you know, Motley Crue. Motley Crue has played arenas, you know, stadiums with 100,000 people. And so now put Motley Crue in a nightclub where four people are there because there's, you know, a pandemic or whatever. They're not going to give you the Motley Crue show that you're expecting because they don't do that anymore. And I'm not saying a professional athlete doesn't compete at a high level, the highest level at all times. But like you say, you call someone up from the minors... They don't care that there's no one there. You know what I mean? You bring a band out that's trying to get signed by a major label, put them in front of four people. They're going to give you a show as if they're in front of a 100,000-seat amphitheater. So maybe there's something with that going on there. Hawk is preaching to the choir. Like I said, old boy in baseball, looking good nowadays. Very action-packed. They're not doing all the rigmarole, all the other stuff. Marlins are winning. That makes it even more fun. Baseball. I'm telling. I'm excited to go home this weekend. Of course, watch Pelicans tonight. Pelicans are also going to be playing Sunday sandwich between there. The Heat. Our own Alejandro Solana might be one of the virtual crowd members, so be on the lookout for that. Then you got football starting up very soon. We'll worry about that when it gets here or if it gets here. But basketball, Pelicans, Pelicans sandwiching some Heat action. Ooh, that's going to be some fun. Baseball, I'm going to be watching baseball because, like I said, I enjoy baseball to begin with, but especially now that it's so kind of almost fast-paced. To say baseball and fast-paced in the same sentence, it's absolutely crazy, but it just watch. Just watch a couple innings, and you're going to say, whoa, wow, this is really, really holding my attention. Maybe tonight, whenever the Marlins play. They're going to be playing every day, sometimes twice a day, because, like I said, they're sandwiching 27 games in 23 days to make up for the week or so that they missed due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Going to be fun. Going to be wild. Oh, yeah. I also forgot it's International Beer Day. We made mention to that. And I gave you my beers, but I realized they're all craft American beers. So if it's not just International Celebration of Beer Day, which is what I was kind of doing, if it's International Beer Day, I will give you my Mount Rushmore now of international beers. Starting off in Greece, Alpha beer. Woo, I went to Athens one time, had that alpha beer. Unbelievable. I like the dark beers, so I'm going to go with the classic, classic Guinness. That stout. Mm-mm-mm. Italy. One of the best things about Italy is that Moretti beer. When I went to Italy, the people were rude, but it didn't matter because I just kept drinking that Moretti. And then I'm going to go with Red Stripe because I like the reggae. And if you've ever had Red Stripe in Jamaica, oh, it's like nectar of the gods. Close runner-up, Cluster Weinhinsteppen. It's the oldest beer in the world, and you can tell they've taken their time and perfected it in Germany. Can't go wrong with that. So that's the international beer list. Speaking of good times, good beers, good fun, 
It's a tradition here. Fridays on the Best of the Joe Show. We have the Hawkman highlights and the Crowder crowd pleasers. Kind of the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Start smiling. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleaser. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. The Marlins now. Uh, just kicked off their first game of a doubleheader today versus the Baltimore they say Orioles. Kicked off when it comes to baseball games. Kicked off. Hawkman highlight. Man, who the bleep you think you talking to? Man, bleep you! I whoop your bleeping bleep 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 bleep. And all the snorking, the snorking, the snorking. The... Highlight. Okay, I'll, when you say intimate, I thought I had to put on my good draw. Oh, oh crap! <laughs> that is your day, man. Oh goodness, let me take your pants off. Everybody, take your pants off. <laughs> All I put in my throat is groceries and right. beer and wine. Okay. And something else. Mmm, delicioso. Giannis, out of Colombo. We've talked about this before. That damn Kyle, Kyle Lowry is built like a woman. A fine <laughs> woman, too. Chad's mouth is amazing. Jake Galeny Howler, I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> I would go to Magic City before I go to Emma Lagasse's restaurant. I swear to goodness, Howler. Who went to the Pro Bowl? Brian Greasy. Went to the Pro Bowl? Yeah, Brian Greasy. Oh, that's nepotism. That's off his daddy. <laughs> daddy. Hi. And all the snorking that Jake Galeny Howler. Giannis, out of Columbo. And Big Dog, does, does this run through Bobrovsky? Big Dog, Big, 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 big Dog. Good draw. Take your pants off. And... Something else. I'm pleased. We're always having fun on the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 2 to 6 right here on 560. The Joe, remember, you can download the podcast for that show, this show, or any of the shows on the radio station by going to the radio.com app, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Do it. Download it. You got plenty of time to listen to it. In this whole nasty quarantine. Couple of birthdays today. Edgar Renteria. He won the first Marlins World Series. That's the way I remember it at least. Got my Indians beat with that great hit of his. 45 today. Sid the Kid Crosby. He's not a kid anymore. He is 33. And Kyler Murray. He is 14. No, I'm kidding. Kyler Murray is 23 years old today. Also a big day in sports history. Especially for me. Today, in 1992, the Magic selected Shaquille O'Neal, the first overall NBA draft pick. And, of course, he went on to greatness. Here's Shaq talking about another big man, Joel Embiid. Giannis and uh, Embiid is force. Giannis is playing with force, and Embiid is playing SOF capital T right here. I'm saying, you know what, I'm not shooting no jumpers. I'm going right at you. Kevin McHale move right there. I don't care who you are. And look, I'm just going at you right now. I'm taking it oh. to your chest. You seven foot, so am I, but you're still too little. Jump hook him to death. And right here on the other end, he's not playing with force. He's looking for the foul. He has a little band-aid on his little hand. Oh he wants God. the ref to call the foul. The ref don't cut the foul, so he runs back on defense like a little baby, and then you let this guy <laughs> score on you. I'm not being harsh. I'll tell you three things about Shaquille O'Neal. After all, he and I, we've kind of crossed paths over the years because I lived in New Orleans. I went to LSU. He went to LSU. He goes back to Louisiana a lot for football games, for just events. I think he's a sheriff somewhere or part of a volunteer sheriff department. Very interesting guy. He's funny, as you can tell. Always funny, always entertaining. He's huge. 
And I mean absolutely huge, but he's also very sharp and very quick. One time I was walking by him, kind of trying to size him up, see how big he was. He grabbed my arm, and I think his fingers went around my arm like five times. It was like, what are you wearing a Tennessee shirt for? And I was like, huh? I remembered I had an orange shirt on. I wasn't even thinking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you almost got into a fight one time or did get into a fight with some guys in college in Tennessee on the court. And he started just naming off everybody that he got in a fight with. And then this guy did this. I was like, whoa. I did not know Shaquille O'Neal was going to be that sharp. So that's my Shaquille O'Neal story. I would have loved to play him one-on-one and seen how badly he would have beaten me. But nonetheless, if you ever get around Shaquille O'Neal, super sharp, super funny, super huge guy. That's about all I can advise you on Shaquille O'Neal. I'm getting out of here. I'm going home to watch the Pelicans game. I'm going to drink some beer. Might even throw in an international beer. Happy International Beer Day. There's some unrotten food in my refrigerator or cabinets. I'll eat that, play some reggae music, and just vibe into the weekend on this feel-good Friday. I hope you do the same. You don't have to do exactly the same. Feel good. Be great. I am Dan Day. This is the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.